You're listening to the Get Fucking Real Show. Strap in as your host, Lisa Cherney, takes you on a ride full of GFR moments. From powerful messages to exclusive interviews to untold stories of super shitty moments before big successes. And even real-life confessions. Lisa's been mentoring millionaire entrepreneurs for over 20 years, coaching top coaches and tapping her mighty woo-woo side to mentor the best of the best spiritual peeps. It's time to bring on the straight talk from successful, soulful entrepreneurs, inspiring you to live without regrets, to create your legacy, and be unapologetically you. And now, it's time to GFR. Life is too short to be a slave to your own dream Cause I'm working too hard And I want to feel so alive I jump out of bed because I love my life Living on my terms, I know that I will thrive Being myself, clarity will arrive So I'll stand out and be J-U-I-C-Y Hey, y'all. <laughs> so for some of you, this is going to be an episode of the GFR podcast. And for some of you, this is going to be a video that you happen upon in some other way, anytime in the future that the divine decides that you need this message. I'm Lisa Cherney. I'm your host. And we are all about struggle that has a purpose. Typically, we involve other folks that I interview and they share about and they confess about what they learned along the way to birthing the next sort of iteration of their mission of their business. Today, I'm the featured guest, and I want to talk about GFR commandment number four. And I'm going to hold it up here. Um, if you have not, if you have not downloaded your GFR commandments, it's kind of funny with the camera. This is what they look like. You go to gfr.life forward slash 12C12C. And we're going to talk about number four, which I'm holding up to the camera so you can kind of get a, a picture of what it looks like, right? So trust that your struggle serves your mission. Trust that your struggle serves your mission. So, you know, these GFR commandments were not created because I needed uh, a good giveaway. <laughs> uh, these were, I guess, downloaded or revealed to me. I, a couple of years ago, when I was really in search of what was the new version or the new expression of Lisa Cherney, I have been an entrepreneur since 99. So we're at 21 years now. And let me just tell you that I have <laughs> reinvented myself. And I don't even like to say reinvented because it, it sounds so forced, but I have allowed evolution <laughs> of me and my mission to shift my focus and my branding and what I call myself three significant times in the 20 years. And so this last time was a couple of years ago. It actually happened uh, September, 2018 is when the GFR uh, mission was birthed. In that birthing process, I was really searching for clarity, queen of clarity, around how do I help people? So I have been mentoring and now I unmentor, which is a topic that we probably will get to here in just a bit. But I was mentoring six and seven figure business owners or people that were really striving for those, you know, those great um, milestones for uh, 18 years. And at that point, and I really got clear on 
what were the ways that these folks, these mission-driven folks, these, you know, and if you resonate with this, you are called to a certain way to express your, your gift in the world, like your, the way you want to help people, you know, that makes you mission-driven. It's like you're doing this crazy entrepreneur thing or trying to do this crazy entrepreneur thing, and it's crazy because it's, it's not a cakewalk. <laughs> it is a spiritual process. Um, you're doing this crazy entrepreneur thing because you're inspired to create a change in a certain way. I have a, an affinity <laughs> for mission-driven folks like myself, except we are a, a unique breed and because what we do is so personal. I mean, that's, that's one of the foundational things that make it so unique, our journey, is because when we fuck up and things go wrong and it looks like failure, we take it personally. Like it is a, you know, it is a blow to our soul, if you will. And so that creates struggle along the way. So the 12 GFR commandments were actually the 12 most common, and I couldn't even, it wasn't even like I had 20 and I had to call it down to 12. It was like these 12 things were the ways that my clients would get in their way, that would slow themselves down. Like these struggles are the very things that would keep them from not only reaching those, but just keep them from in utilizing other investments that they had made. It would, it would keep them from just like doing the things that they thought they wanted to do. You know, it would keep them from, from really digging into specific training that they learned or a way to sell or a way to market or a way to leverage their business or a way to do a group program or a way to put themselves out there. And why weren't they putting themselves there, out there? Like all of these things would come up when they'd say to me, Lisa Cherney, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, well, I don't, I'm struggling so much. I, I know what I'm supposed to do. I have the manual, the blueprint, the formula, the binder, and I'm not doing it. And I don't know why, or I, I'm, I'm feeling, I have a fear here or a belief here. And I just don't even know where that comes from. So that's where the 12 GFR commandments came from. They are the 12 ways that um, my mission-driven entrepreneur clients have been getting in their way for the time, for the 20 years that I have been holding that space for people. And with each of the commandments, there's a question because I'm just like a coach and a trainer at my heart, at my, in my core. And I just, I couldn't just give a commandment, a thing like the one we're going to focus on today, which is trust that your struggle serves your mission. Number four, I also had to give a question so that you could inquire, you could, could assess, is this, is this my missing link? Is this the thing that's just like the clog in my manifestation pipes? Is this the thing that's having me feel such a lack of self-confidence and keeping me stuck and small? Is this the one? The confession question for number four is, how will what I learned from this struggle serve me and my clients? And there's two parts to it. How have past struggles served me? So that's the focus for today's GFR show episode or wherever you're seeing this video. And it is such a juicy topic, particularly right now, because we are experiencing this COVID phenomena in our culture, in our world, on our planet. And so I decided to talk about the ways that this COVID crucible, as I like to call it, has served me and my mission right? In the spirit of GFR commandment number four, trust that your struggle serves your mission. It's a struggle that we are all 
universally experiencing. Some of us are not even experiencing it as a struggle very much. And, but not a lot of people are talking about that because, you know, there's plenty of people that are experiencing it that way. And so I'm here to talk about how this, the crucible, which is like this transformation vessel, this, the pressure, like the pressure that creates a diamond has served me and my mission. And I'm going to share some very specific ways that it has served me and things that have come to pass or been created in this period of time. So I'm recording this um, and we'll be releasing this in the beginning of June. My uh, 49th birthday is June 8th. And so it's kind of an interesting place to be almost 50. Just a little kind of a little, a little squirrel, as I like to call it. A side note on this whole Thing around certain ages giving us permission to be a certain way, certain ages graduating us into a certain mindset. You know, people like to talk about, oh, I have less fucks. They, I have less fucks to give when I'm 50 or, you know, whatever, you know, at 60, I, I'm finally able to, you know, not care what anybody thinks. And so what I want to invite you to is not that. <laughs> I want you, I want to invite you into owning whatever it is you think you're going to get or whatever you've heard you're going to get when you hit a certain milestone birthday, just today. Why not? Just claim it right now. So I'm at 49 <laughs> and I'm claiming that I have nothing to prove anymore. This is a, one of the key unmentor um, principles that I've distinguished lately is that when you're in an unmentor phase, you have nothing to prove anymore. I have nothing to prove anymore. I joyfully say no. This is another unmentoring principle. Just, and I, I say no and I let go of things that don't feel like really right fit opportunities for me. Um, I can go on and on about what I'm claiming at 49. And it's funny, as I'm talking about it, it's so much linked to the unmentoring distinctions that that I've uncovered. There's another episode on that, just um, a few episodes back, that's called How Stress Smarts, Stress Smarts and Strategy Fuck With Our Flow. And it's called It's Time for Unmentoring. And so and if you want to hear more, uh, see more about that, you can go to gfr.life forward slash unmentor for, for that whole thing. And, and that, is, that is the container in which I now work with people more closely. I call it unmentoring. And so I am claiming all of that juiciness in my 49th birthday, um, which is happening here in just uh, a few days from when this is, video will be uh, available podcast and wherever else we decide to post it. So I want to talk about how the COVID crucible has served me in my mission, again, in the spirit of GFR commandment number four, trust that your struggle serves your mission. So here's four um, things that came about as a result of this crucible of time and really leaning into trusting that struggle is serving my mission. So there's four things I want to share with you. The first one is the thing that I've learned in this struggle with a purpose, um, this has served my, uh, called, uh, COVID is I have dropped into even more following my inspiration. You call it intuition, but I think in this context right now, I want to call it following my inspiration, uh, following my juice. And this is something I talk about with my clients all the time. It's like, where's your juice? Let's follow. It. <laughs> and so um, a couple of weeks after the, the lockdown-ness started to happen and the initial infusion of, of fear that I experienced around this whole thing, first I went into 
a period of in, I'm calling, I, I think as leaders, we need to honor our ins and our outs, not just the downs. So I had a, a, a significant period of in a couple of weeks where I just really went in and, and then I had a, a breakthrough where I confessed, because this is what I, because what my mission is about get fucking real. So whenever I am backlogged in the get fucking real department, I experience, I experience incongruency or shutdown or struggle. And so it's such, it's such so critical. It's just so such a central part of the mission driven entrepreneur's journey, in my opinion, is that we are living our mission and that living our mission is productive. This is a, a uh, Lisa-ism that has come out of my no regrets on mentor pods because sometimes they feel like they're not being productive and they haven't gotten clients, you know, which is like, the old school sort of measure of success, but yet they're having all these amazing breakthroughs in the area of their mission. So living your mission is productive. So me living my GFR mission is very productive. And so in the living it, I confessed that I was struggling. And as a leader, realizing that me as a leader and the way that I need to show up as a leader through this, this experience that we're all having is for me to speak more of my truth and and even though it was scary and vulnerable to say that I was, I was one of the first leaders in this industry to really come out publicly and say that I'm struggling. And so what that did was that, that vulnerability, that GFRing, me living my mission, helped me to follow some inspiration. So the following my inspiration is the thing that I really have gotten at a new level with this COVID crucible. And what happened from that one concrete thing that happened for me following my inspiration, following my, and this is after I had really confessed that I was struggling, is I got struck with this inspiration that I wanted to host a gathering for leaders that I needed I needed to be in a space where leaders and people that felt like they were called leaders right now could come together and let our hair down and talk about how we're struggling. <laughs> and I'm just so craving realness, rawness, truth. You know, this is all the commandments, right? Where am I not speaking my truth? Don't worry about being normal, proper, polite. Commandment number three. I was so craving truth and connection in our struggle. And also to a place where us as leaders can acknowledge where we felt like we were being called to evolve and being called to lead. So I followed my inspiration. I created something called the Love Fest for Leaders. And so that happened in early in April, the Love Fest for Leaders. It was so magnificent. And it really felt to me like my, my old uh, live event leader juices got flowing. And we had um, live musical performances from Tiamo, who is the singer and songwriter on our GFR podcast intro music, J-U-I-C-Y song, which we created a, a few years ago. And I'm so glad we get to still use it. So he came on and he did live performances and we did some meditation. And then I had a friend who channels, you know, channel a message from her guides in whatever level of woo-woo you appreciate. That was amazing. And then we as leaders dropped into uh, sharing. In, in a way, and this was part of my inspiration, y'all, that I, like, this is where my struggle served me, is that I, I was so tired of having to show up and be a leader. I wanted to create a space where leaders could show up and not lead. And so the container that I created was that you get to share and, and nobody's going to give you feedback. 
So it isn't about masterminding. It is about these other people solving your problems or giving you advice. And so that way everybody could take off their, their leader hat and just show up and receive and share where they're struggling, also share their blessings. And I got, oh my God, it was, I got so much amazing feedback from it. And I got the benefit that I was looking for, which was being in community with people that are really called to evolve and lead right now. You know, the best feedback that I got was a sentiment around, it was amazing. I just, oh my God, I got so much out of it. I didn't know that's, I didn't know I needed it. I didn't know I needed it. It was awesome. I got a lot out of it and I didn't even know that I needed that. So that was awesome. So Love Fest for Leaders, I followed my inspiration. This was a, a blessing of the struggle that I was in with really honoring my ins and my outs and, and really struggling with the fact that I am a leader. I am an unmentor. I do. I, you know, I'm, and yet I didn't feel like I had to lead. And in that mission, that GFRing, that confession uh, allowed me to follow inspiration for the Love Fest for Leaders. So, and by the way, no strategy involved with the Love Fest for Leaders, just creating something that I wanted. I didn't overthink it. I didn't, you know, put in an offer. I didn't think about where it fell in my funnel or my business model, or I just, I just knew it was something I wanted to do. And then of course, in following my inspiration, I got to see that, yes, actually my mission is actually to be the leader, a leader for leaders and help leaders evolve and GFR and do a lot of stuff. So I learned to follow my inspiration. That was one of the, the things that I got out of my struggle. So when I, when I, so when I asked the confession question, for GFR commandment number four, how will what I learned from this struggle serve me and my clients and how have past struggles served me? Now I can really point to this COVID crucible and say, I really learned to follow my inspiration. And I don't know that I would have done that outside of this situation because I, I would have just been overthinking it. But this time I just followed my inspiration and created, threw up a Facebook event, had a friend of mine create a, a logo, shout out to Linda Fletcher. Um, and, and off we went. All right, so that's one concrete outcome. So here's the second thing I want to share about how this COVID crucible struggle, air quotes, <laughs> served me. That is that I got to connect with a fresh marketing approach. And I can summarize this fresh strategic marketing approach in one word, and that is sincerity. Sincerity. So my clients were coming to me and they were saying, hey, I want to, everybody's looking for how they're going to show up. And I want to say this word, which I hate and want to like, makes me a little bit nauseous, which is pivot. I'm so over it. So everyone's like looking for their pivot and how am I going to pivot and blah, blah, blah. So how are you being called to show up right now? What is your inspiration? Where is your juice? And so they would come to me and they'd say, oh my gosh, I want to do yoga. You know, this person who's like, doesn't lead yoga and, you know, and that sounds crazy. And, and I, and I, or I, I want to give away this free thing, but I also want to make an offer for this course that I have, because I know I help you, but I don't want people that was, just, this was it. I don't want people to think that I'm taking advantage of the situation. And so I don't know if I should make an offer. And there was a lot of other questioning around what was appropriate or not given the period of time. So what I really landed on was if you are sincere, when you are sincere, in your marketing or however you're expressing your mission in the world, if you are sincere, coming from your heart, coming from integrity, coming from a, a real genuine intention to help people, that's all you need to know. So if, if sincerely you want to 
offer something to people and, and ask for money for it during a time that feels like maybe I shouldn't, but because you're, that's an external belief, right? That's a, like a limiting belief or external belief, right? And there's a lot of these in our lives, <laughs> but if you sincerely feel like I want to help people in this way, and I, I think, you know, this, this part of my course or whatever would help people and you want to make an offer, as long as you're sincere, I believe it's well-received. And so this sincere sincerity marketing strategy, and I put air quotes around marketing strategy too, is been a beautiful blessing. And in fact, on the retreat that I just got off of for my, um, my unmentoring pod people that I'm people I'm working more closely with that have, um, you know, skin in the game with me and, and, um, is that, uh, I actually have created a way now for, to embody a more sincere marketing strategy in a, in a, in a somewhat structured or unstructured can be fluid way. And so we're rolling that out. And that is like totally, you know, a blessing from this COVID crucible of, and it wasn't like sincere element wasn't there in the way that I've always thought about marketing, but it helped me drop into it. I now have languaging around it. I, you know, teaching how to be more sincere. What does sincere sound like? Cause people are like, yeah, I would love to genuinely like reach out to somebody, but what do what I say? What do I say? Even though I'm just really wanting to reach out cause I care, but I don't even know what to say. And so we're talking about what to say and how to be sincere in your marketing, which is really funny, right? Because sincerity, I think is the, is our, is at, at its foundation us, right? It's our authentic words, but we are so over-programmed with how the right way that we're told we should do things in our marketing that we don't even have connection to our sincere voice, like how we would reach out to a friend. So, so since, so the sincerity marketing strategy, and so the blessing is about is olding, is evolving that older, is evolving an old approach, right? So that I can be more congruent. So through this COVID crucible, as I'm enjoying calling it, I got the opportunity to evolve, you know, my um, contribution to helping people be authentic in their marketing. I got to evolve, you know, an old thing that I don't think it would have evolved in that, in that way without this. So that's number two. Um, so number three is, I think it's funny. I think it combines the other. So I, so, so I'll tell you what happened, what the concrete outcome was. The concrete outcome was, is that I just got off this half day, uh, retreat that I hosted for my pod people, my, um, no regrets. I call them no regrets, unmentoring pods. It's a mouthful, but covers everything. When they, um, invest in working with me, there isn't a promise of retreats and there's a lot that they get, <laughs> um, mostly a lot of access to me. We, there was no retreats. And in fact, I had probably a block against offering retreats because in my old business model, I did live in-person retreats and they were a huge expense. Even though I love them, I love, there's nothing that I love more than being with people in an intimate retreat type setting and creating a transformational experience and safety. And like, there's nothing more that I enjoy than that. But I just had this block on, on, I didn't even see sort of the virtual retreat option and I didn't promise it, but so I followed my inspiration, which is one of the other blessings that I talked about with the Love Fest. So I followed inspiration. And the other, the, other, the other distinction around this retreat is that I really allowed my generosity to blossom. I created safety to be generous. And I feel like that is a blessing of this COVID crucible. And I see a lot of generosity happening. Some feels manipulative and not authentic. A lot of it feels very authentic and beautiful. And, and it's showing up in not just ways 
that you know people are contributing their courses or materials or tools and or you know doing things on you know free things but of course everywhere like me you know going food shopping for my in-laws who who are um, at high risk and choosing not to leave their house uh, doing food shopping for them that's generous and something I would never have the opportunity to do otherwise they're very self-sufficient people but this this generosity showed up in me getting inspired to to have a retreat host a retreat create create um, a half day of yumminess for my clients my my unmentor clients and so but leaning into generosity is a blessing of this covid crucible for me, being more generous with how I want to contribute. And that just, so the unmentor retreat um, was a, a specific manifestation of that, that, that this blessing from the struggle. And I can see, and I think you probably will see where generosity possibly can be. Um, you could infuse what you're doing with more generosity. I think that we have some programming your beliefs around restricting, you know, restricting access to us, making sure we get paid for our expertise and all that is really great. And when you, particularly when you're in an unmentor phase, you know, kind of that you're in that unmentor generation of you've been doing this a while, you kind of like a bit seasoned, you don't have to worry about that anymore. And the generosity will actually translate into abundance. Your generosity will translate into abundance on all levels, not just money, but just, I mean, the feedback that I got today and the transformation that I got today from the space that we created on this retreat, I just like, oh my God, it's inspired me to do this video, to do this, this episode. So, so generosity. And so then the fourth blessing from the struggle that I call the COVID crucible, a new level of surrender. The blessing, the concrete blessing that came is that I now know that clients come to me out of the blue. And this new level of surrender has to do with money fears and worries that were triggered from the COVID crucible. So the struggle is, was struggle around my, my own wounding or weakness or beliefs or scarcity or fears, insert your word here, around money. And I have done so much work around this. And I keep, you know, I thought I was actually, I thought I really had was done with it before this all started. You know, I had some money stuff come up when I launched my new, my new thing, my new mission, because it's easy to create a story like, oh, it's new and people don't know and whatever, insert story. And then like in November of 2019, I had a six figure month. You know, I got a bunch of new clients and it was, I had a six figure month. I'm like, oh, I'll go good. I'm so glad this money stuff is healed because that was, you know, where I would go when I would get into fear or stress. And then, you know, three months later, you know, this, this interesting situation hap is happening to us in the world and I'm triggered like that again into like so much fear and oh, I hate that feeling of just like, I'm you know, like I'm hanging in the wind, like, you know, I'm going to be, I always have this vision when I get into my, used to get into my fear around money of me, like sitting across the street from my house, you know, with like all my belongings with me. And like, that's not my house anymore. It's like, I don't know. I know you all, I know that many of you can relate to this because you shared with me, like you too also, you know, have a fears around money and have your own sort of worst case scenario thing. Like I'm, you know, I'm going to be homeless or whatever, insert your fear. So that was a huge struggle that showed up for me. And what it did was it had me return again to the work 
on my fears there. And I leaned more into one of my surrender mentors. Her name is Tosha Silver, and she has awesome body of work. Um, Outrageous Openness is one of her books. Change Me Prayers is another one of her books. And another one of her books is It's Not Your Money. <laughs> and so um, there's lots of books around money stuff and abundance stuff. And there's tons of books and teachers. It just, so it's, this is not a, it is a plug for her, but it's not necessarily a plug for her. It is just a plug for leaning in. And even though there's something that's coming up that you thought all, were already healed, I'm here to tell you that this COVID crucible, that's what its purpose is. It has been for me and, and many of my clients. It is going back and like healing in an even deeper level, shoring up things in an even deeper level, um, scraping the barrel and making sure there's no other like things under there that need to be healed. And I'm not saying I'm totally healed, but I'm saying I for sure have fortified um, myself with that piece of my um, healing process. So as a result, I now have this awesome affirmation that clients come to me out of the blue because they do and they have been. And so um, the way that I work with my unmentor pods uh, is that I have three and the, the third one was had openings when the beginning of this COVID thing happened. And I got into such huge fear that I'm just going to, you know, just have two people in this pod forever. And, you know, it's just, oh my God, just, just even trying to say it just sounds, I could just hear the small me and bleh. anyway, so I've gotten four or five new clients just in the last month or so. And it's because I turned a corner for myself again, bleh. Again, <laughs> raise your hand if you feel like you're dealing with something you thought you healed. And I was awesome to, to have um, all of my pod people on a retreat today and get to, and we actually did some work around surrender and we used some of Tosha's stuff. And so, so that's the fourth blessing, the fourth purpose of my COVID crucible struggle. Um, the, the fourth manifestation is this knowing now that clients come to me out of the blue and I don't need to see where they're coming from. I, I could just do what I'm inspired to do. I take those inspired actions like the love fest for leaders, which I wind up did getting two clients from that one without, without intention and just putting myself out there in the ways that I feel inspired and, you know, being, you know, and then following inclinations to follow up with people and reach out to people and, uh, and, and watching how abundance comes. So so that is my primer on commandment number four, trust that your struggle serves your mission and how that has showed up for me um, in very clear, distinct ways. I got the blessing of the love fest for leaders, the unmentor retreat, the sincere, the, the, the new marketing strategy called sincerity, and um, this knowing that clients come to me out of the blue and a full, you know, pod three or near full uh, pod three because of that love, new level of surrender. So I'm excited to be 49, 5050. It does sound like I can't even, I, I don't even connect with that. I just, I still feel like a kid, even though I look at, and I look at my kid who's 14 and I'm like, oh my God, you're my kid. I don't know. Y'all have that, ever have that feeling or my, you know, 25th wedding anniversary, by the way, is next Friday. So married 25 years, 14 year old kid and, um, you know, 21 years in business and, being 49 and really claiming that I can, I can GFR right now. I don't need a milestone birthday um, to GFR. And I invite you to, to do it with me. If this is resonating with you, um, make sure that you have your copy of the GFR commandments, gfr.life forward slash 12 C 
and they really are cool. And you will also get um, a little training from me on how to use them. It's not about doing all 12. It really is about finding the one that actually is the biggest clog for you that really, if you really when you find the one that's yours, it is so beautifully confronting. <laughs> and if you would like to do the GFR working community, um, we have something called the GFR squad. And it is an amazing uh, confession-based, permission-based community where I'm in there GFRing, <laughs> you know, all the time. And we actually hold a once a month confession call and we just take those GFR commandment confession questions and we focus on that one for the month. And the, the, the Zoom meetings for that are awesome. You don't have to be ready to confess to join. You just have to resonate with the GFR mission and want to lean in and want to put a teeny bit of skin in the game. It's 20 bucks a month or 200 for the year, so even less. Put a little skin in the game. Join us. Be in community with us. I would love to have you on the squad and uh, get to know you more and um, have you uh, take hold of those GFR commandments. And we have more training in the GFR squad Facebook group. I call it the squad quad. We have more 12 commandment training in there that you can access and bonus. I mean, I can go on and on, but I'm not, this isn't a, this isn't meant to be a pitch for GFR squad, but it is naturally because um, the commandments are so powerful. And I just want to make sure that you know that there is a place that you can go to make a, you know, a teeny bit of a uh, monetary commitment for a huge, huge um, benefit of being in community with some really fucking cool people including me. Okay. All right. Um, this was awesome. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the GFR show. If that's where you're hearing or watching um, this video to not miss any of the amazing stories that we tell on the show where people just really go there uh, and confess stuff that they've never shared anywhere before. Um, these are successful air quotes, you know, entrepreneurs that are really showing you, you know what, I just, <laughs> I haven't always been this way. And, you know, this was really hard earned. Um, and that their struggle really had a divine purpose. Make sure you go and subscribe to the show. Um, subscribe to the channels, you know, be in Facebook, wherever you want to connect with me. Do that. It's, you know, GFR or get F star, 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 ING real and uh, hang out with us there in your ear holes. Hang out with us in the squad quad if you're interested in that GFR.life forward slash squad to get info on that forward slash 12C, gfr.life forward slash 12C to get those commandments. Oh, and forward slash unmentor if you're interested in that juice. All right. Thank you, everybody. And blessings on your COVID crucible and how any struggle that is showing up for you in this period of time, blessings on you seeing how it serves your mission. All right. Over and out for now. Bye-bye.